Welcome to the Doubled Up Podcast, the weekly podcast talking all things trainers, sneakers, kicks, creps, whatever you call them, wherever you are in the world. I'm Matt and with me as he is every single week is Scott. Scott, how are you, mate? I'm very good. In a stark contrast to the last couple of weeks, I've had, I've had a pretty good week. It's been good. There was a prolonged yeah. pause there. So I always thought you were going to go straight in with that. I've had a bad week again. But you were just no, building no, up it's been, it's been good this week. Yeah, no, I, I've, I've, been, I've been very fortunate this week, um, thankfully. I've had uh, some very nice pickups. I've uh, got a, a big shout out to the guys at Focus Scotland for the Street Hawker win, which I'm going to say this now, that SB will not be beaten this year unless there is something that I don't know, which is highly likely, but that shoe is incredible. Um, and I managed to pick up a pair of Varsity Maze um, Dunk Highs, which are also amazing as well. So yeah, two big pickups. And just to top it all off, Man United beat Southampton 9-0. So it doesn't get much better, really. I mean, I'm not a huge football fan, so and definitely not a Man United man. My nan's going to be happy. Shout out to Dordors, aka Doreen, my nan. She's a big United fan, so she's definitely going to be happy that United won. But uh, talking about football, Scott, you're uh, you're kind of looking like a little bit of a, a football player there with the top knot going on today, mate. How what's what's going on here? All right, lockdown hair, lockdown three point <laughs> We've gone two different directions. Growing. Last week you were saying that you stop. were. Last week you said that you were shocked about me going for the buzz cut, and this week you've gone for the top knot. So I feel like uh, lockdown's affecting us both. But uh, before we dive down that rabbit hole, Scott, you've had a great <laughs> week, but I'm feeling very happy this week because our special guest this week uh, runs uh, what I would consider as one of the uh, best Instagram accounts to follow for any sort of upcoming releases. Scott, you could call this person the mystic Meg of sneakers, helping us look into the future for future releases. And let's be honest, this person also practically has an entire segment dedicated to them on the podcast every single week with Double Up, Double Down. Um, I also think our special guest today holds the unofficial record for the most Instagram stories posted in one day. And also, I'm going to say that our special guest must probably have the hottest feet in the world because you scroll through his Instagram page and every other poster there is either steam coming out of his shoes or fire coming off of the midsoles so I don't know what's going on there but he's got some very hot feet clearly um, all around nice guy sender of positive vibes promoter of keeping the same energy um, you know him as at calf official on Instagram we know him as calf calf welcome to the podcast <laughs> hello thank you very much for that very special introduction I feel um I feel very special right now. This feels, I mean, this feels right. This feels right. No, welcome to the podcast. We've been looking forward to having you on as a guest for ages. Uh, we've been speaking to a couple of people about who they think will be good guests and your name's been popping up as well. So just happy to have you here. But uh, we won't waste any time. We'll dive uh, straight in, mate. And it seems to become a bit of a ritual for us uh, with our guests. We'll start off and go straight into the questions. Um, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about you and, and how you got into trainers and where your kind of journey started, mate? Yeah, so my journey started, uh, obviously, I, I say obviously, it's not obvious if you don't know it. <laughs> I, grew <up> in, uh, <laughs> I grew up in South London, um, in sort of the Croydon, Fortin Heath area, South Norwood. Um, growing up, sneakers were always a thing. My sister played basketball, um, regular, regularly went to Crystal Palace Arena, watched her play basketball. 
Uh, they always played the Brixton Top Cats and they were like the most feared team in the area at the time. And what came with that culture was um, obviously sneakers. So my sister introduced me to like Reebok Hexalites, Nike Air Max 90s, 95s, things like that. Uh, eventually, my first job was JD Sports. Okay. So I was working in the stockroom and on the shop floor. Um, interesting time at JD Sports when their, their uniform used to be made by McKenzie. I don't know if anyone remembers oh. that. McKenzie hoodies and Harlem McKenzie. hoodies. <laughs> when I, mate, when I was in secondary oh. school, it was always head to toe McKenzie or yeah. Carberini as well. That was the other That's brand. It. Yes, yeah. Carberini. Carberini. <laughs> that was like all I wore was trackies and Carberini yeah. t-shirts or McKenzie yeah. t-shirts. That was like my. <laughs> that was me as a oh, teenager. It's gonna be flashbacks. <laughs> oh God. With my and, Nike uh, as well. <laughs> uh, so, so back then, obviously, uh, very into sneakers. Didn't always have the money to get them. So sort of started small, uh, my mum buying a lot of sort of fake Nikes, the Knicks with the solid air unit. Um, I don't know if anyone remembers the old Index catalogue and you could get sort of AirBWs, uh, order them and pay monthly if, if you couldn't afford them straight away. And uh, yeah, so I've always really been into sneakers, didn't always have the money to buy them. So when I got older, um, as I am now, uh, in a position to sort of go back in the time machine now that Nike are making all the retros and bringing things back out and I can get everything I've sort of missed out on. Um, but sort of throughout that journey, uh, obviously Soul Supplier and people like that were a big influence, but I felt that um, there was a sort of gap uh, in the sneaker community where it was the same circle that kept the knowledge within themselves. So the same sort of cliques and groups of mates that would know about all the releases, know about all the co.jp stuff, but it would always get out to the general public or the casual sneakerhead too late. So it was like, you see a tweet saying, you know, this restock's happening or this Yeezy 350 V1 is going on release. And by the time you get there, it's sold out. So I thought, right, I'm going to embark on a journey to find this information and dish it out to everyone. So everyone has the same, at least the playing field is level. Um, and that's kind of where my account took off. And um, uh, sort of controversially, aside from it, I was like, right, so a lot of street culture, basketball, hip-hop influences in the sneaker culture, but there doesn't seem to be that representation. There's no sort of black-owned blogs and sort of the influencers, you don't really see, the demographic is very, you know, you don't really see many black influencers on the sneaker blogs and the JD adverts and things like that, until recently anyway. Yeah. So I kind, I kind of crafted a, a sort of... Um, what I thought was a very sneaky but in, ingenious idea. So when I created my Instagram account, you look at my logo and I actually got someone to design it okay. because it's, gen, it's genderless and it's mm -hmm. ethnic, ethnically ambiguous. So when you come to my page, you don't know who runs it. So as long as no. you like the content, there's no background bias. You can't be biased because you don't know. None. And then eventually people start saying, oh, we want to see on feet. We want to see you. And I was like, all right, sod it. The, the following has picked up traction. I don't mind people seeing my face. And then one thing's gone, led to another, and here we are. But that's, I think, wow. um, I think uh, you, you've kind of answered a few of the questions I was going to ask anyways <laughs> there, mate. So I think, first of all, I know that we've got some questions obviously lined up for you and things like this, but one of the questions mm. that I wasn't going to ask that I was just going to ask you afterwards was about the logo. Yeah. And I think that's, that's yeah. super interesting because you see a lot of people with kind of like random logos and kind of yeah. almost a bit of an alias. I've used that word a couple of times now um, when kind of talking about people who have a bit of an Instagram following, but uh, there, there seems like a lot of thought when you said kind of like the ingenious, I can see you kind of sat there on the big chair, like super yeah. style, like stroking a yeah. cat. Like, Mwah. There's yeah. a lot of thought going on here. Yeah. I, I didn't want, I didn't want my account to be put into a category with 
this is this is this is an urban influence. This is a from the male perspective or female perspective. I just wanted it to be, you know, when I when I was in school and I studied graphics design and art, I'd done a lot of work on Japanese anime and Takashi Murakami before the Kanye oh, nice. West bear and all that. So when I got my logo, I was like, I want it to be sort of Japanese anime Takashi Murakami inspired. My tagline back in the day was "Stay Fly," so it's got wings. And you can't tell what kind of creature it is, similar to a lot of his creations. You're not quite sure whether it's a bird, a bear, you just don't know. And I also didn't want it to be male or female. It's got a backwards hat, it's got wings and it's wearing trainers. And I just knew that I wanted it to have that kind of um, uh, sort of Pharrell, Astro Boy, BBC Ice Cream, yes. Takashi Murakami type feel to it. And so that if ever things really took off and I could sort of make my own merch, put the logo on it, Nothing else is needed because you don't People want know. to be walking with someone. Else. Yeah, I feel funny buying football kits with a player's name on the back and the player's 16. It feels weird to me as yeah. a grown man. Nothing wrong with it if you do it because I've, I've bought, I've bought make my mates, you know, when um, Hernandez uh, was, went to United and a lot of my mates were in their sort of late 20s, got them a Hernandez shirt because, you know, Chikorito, mm. he's, he's an amazing player. But when yeah. people make brands and stuff, I feel odd about wearing someone else's name. So if it's a good logo, I'll always support it. And then um, that's, yeah, that's where the inspiration came from. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it, this is the thing It's you know, there's so much. And to be fair, even now, like, you know, speaking to you, when I think of CAF official, I do think of your little logo. That's yeah. what yeah. immediately pops to my mind. So yeah. yeah, it's a clever little bit of marketing. I guess. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Hopefully when things take off, um, start seeing it on some t-shirts, maybe. <laughs> um, oh yeah um, uh, this is so weird you talking about branding like so for my day job i work in um like learning and development training and uh i was literally like i almost want to clip this and send it out to some of the uh, apprentices that i deal with because literally yesterday i was doing a seminar on your personal brand and literally everything oh. that i was talking to them about you've literally just said like you've kind of <laughs> built up this image but it, all of a sudden i've like hang on a minute am i talking trainers here or am i talking business like, it's, it's very it's very thought after so it's, yeah. it's cool to hear yeah, they go hand in hand they go hand in hand yeah. but i mean yeah. looking at obviously you said your influence in sneakers and trainers, whichever you want to call them, obviously it came from like kind of a basketball scene and kind of more of a hip hop scene. What, how has your taste like changed slightly now as you've grown up? Because obviously you post <laughs> from every brand. So it's, I mean, you get such a wise kind of insight into everything. Does that mm. kind of, has that swayed your taste slightly? It has, it definitely has. I've, I've bought, I've bought silhouettes and sneakers. I never, the, the, the younger me would laugh and say, you, you're never going to buy that. You'd, you'd never, you'd, you'd never start posting on feet pictures of a Converse or uh, a ZX and um, even like this, uh, to new, new Nike silhouettes, like space hippies and things like that. Back in the day, I would have laughed in my own face if I said, yeah, I think that's <laughs> nice. And, um, I, and I've got a new respect for uh, like your, um, your Reeboks and your new balances. It's given me the ability to stop being so tunnel vision because of, what the biases of my environment were back then because like i said I, I grew up i grew up in sort of council estates and things like that so it was very much shocks air max 90s mm -hmm. air max 95s air max 97s air force ones tns that's it if you wear anything else you're an outcast and they will run you out of the area <laughs> you can only wear that so even the sneakerheads from that environment back then were very much the same sort of um, the same cycle of six, seven Nike Air Max silhouettes 
but from America. Because the big yeah. thing is, oh, I'm going. I'm going to the states. Oh, please get me a pair of trainers from the states. That you yes, know, it was always. It was always the exclusive colorway. Forget the shoe or the collab. It was always the exclusive colorway. As I've gotten older, the classic styles, like um, we were talking earlier about, and I've, I've listened to your previous shows about sort of the dunk highs and those classic, those classic silhouettes that you appreciate as you get older. And actually, you could probably wear them in your mid to late 50s. And it yeah. still wouldn't look like you're trying to be in with the youth. It's just a classic silhouette. So as I got older... I think um, I've gone more towards the subtle classics like the Jordan one, the, the, the Dunk Low, the Dunk High, the ZXs, the things that were sort of created around the time I was growing up and I was born, but mm. I wasn't aware of it. Because you are, uh, I wouldn't, victim's the wrong word, but for want of a better phrase, you're, you're the victim of your environment. And the people around you have a massive, whether you want to believe it or not, whether you're the most confident person in the world, the people around you have an impact on your tastes and likes yeah. and um yeah i've definitely grown to like uh, i think variety is an amazing spice of life and everyone should try mm-hmm. something at least once yeah because i think like we've <laughs> me and matt have said numerous times like for us i mean we have this kind of from our childhood kind of negative like kind of like images of like all black like say like shocks air max 90s tns like all these like triple blacks like i used to work in yeah kind of high-end men's fashion store selling like stone island armani all this type of thing and you'd have different kind of groups come in and majority of them were like terrace football lads they were always coming in in adidas and being kind of the kind of midlands it was always like a mix of things but you would have groups coming in from like from birmingham and they were all coming in in like like say blacked out like air max track suits and that Mm. and you were there and you were just like Oh, and you know, yeah. like, it's bad because like you had this negative image, and then they'd get we'd catch them shoplifting or something like that, mm. and it would reinforce it. And the thing is, immediately I was like, I don't want to wear them because I don't want to be associated with that. But now, as I've grown up, it's the complete opposite. Like I just mm. look at it as like, well, actually, that's just that's where they came from. That's what yeah. they were brought up with. I was brought yeah. up with football shoes and trainers, yeah. and that's the way it is. And now, I love a ninety-five. I love a ninety. Yeah. Like. And yeah. yeah, I've bought numerous pairs over the past years, but it's just that, yeah, that almost, that cultural influence um, is massive. And depending on where you come from, um, you know, the more you move up north, it seems to be kind of this almost Adidas Nike demand. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And this is the way it this, is. And, and, and I think that's the beauty. <clears throat> Sorry about that. That's the beauty in continuing to tell the story and turn a negative into a positive because you're 100% right. Worked at and you get the big gangs come in everyone's wearing a pair uh, all black air max ones or all black harachis all black uh you know tns and it's like you know the manager be like oh what watch them lot and you're like yeah but my mates wear that and i wear that so it feels you know i'm typecasting these individuals yeah. but i wear that but then they they steal or they do they fight the security guard and it's like but unfortunately people are reinforcing the stereotype because you know, the characters that are drawn to these shoes do that activity. So it's, 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 it's a double-edged sword and it's, it's tough. It's, it's more difficult to speak on it. But um, I think you're, you're very right. And it's, it's good to see you being honest about it because a lot of people wouldn't be honest. Like, oh, you know, you can't, you can't tie everyone the same brush. But a lot of people feel exactly the same way. And they're just lying to themselves by saying they don't. Yeah. But um, yeah. one of the things we wanted That's, to... Obviously, you were saying there about how as you've kind of... Um, uh, kind of 
your journey into sneakers has kind of continued and things like this. Um, obviously, you were saying there about variety of the spice of life. Now, what you do with your Instagram page, um, I have no idea how you don't have like a thousand trainers at home, other than obviously the financial <laughs> side of things. Like, How hard is it for you to look at things like your upcoming releases and not just want to buy everything? It's an advantage, actually, because you can see... You can see, if you see something that's like super, super nostalgic or super, super rare or super, super hyped, you can cut through all the other nonsense. Nonsense is the wrong word because I don't want to offend the brand. You can cut through all the sort of general release and things that shouldn't really sway your opinion because you know, I'm only looking at this shoe because of hype. I, but I know that, for example, uh, a vast high 85 is coming out. Let's just give that shoe another. Yeah. That is the first time that shoe has ever retroed. That is an important shoe. And if I'm gonna cut back on buying sneakers this year, my focus is on that. Or the Street Hawker Dunks. That dunk, potentially, in February 2021, is the best dunk of 2021. <laughs> so, so I need to put my focus on that. So, it's insane. <laughs> so I, I think seeing all the sneakers and posting what I post helps me to not become, um, you know, get high, get high off my own supply, if, if I can use that sensibly. Yeah. Um, it, it, it helps me just focus on the things that I really want. Like the OG Neon 95s were more important to me than any of the sort of five or six, seven, eight upcoming dunks, even though I love dunks and I've started really collecting them. Um, yeah, it, it makes it easier. But in the early days, it was difficult because I wanted everything, especially when the 10 came out, uh, Off-White 10. I kind of looked at the whole thing like, I I want all of it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't afford it, but I want all of it. So yeah, like, it- I I couldn't deal with it. I mean, sometimes me looking for double up, double down each week. Like we're looking at like we need to pick three trainers that are coming out that week, and one of them we don't like anyways. And I still struggle with that. So <laughs> round of applause for you to not be going crazy with the amount you post. Well, I mean, obviously with the like I say with the insight that you have, looking back, look back to like twenty twenty. Is there any brands that surprised you that kind of came out with something that you perhaps weren't fully aware of? Were there any brands that really knocked it out of the park and you thought, oh, well, actually, I wasn't expecting them to do that this year? New Balance. New Balance, New Balance, New Balance. They, they had so many collabs and GRs that made me really sit back and say, because I, I hear the arguments all the time. People say Nike, QC, Adidas, yeah, not, that high, not good at telling a story. Reebok aren't really you know are struggling and then you've got the rest and then people say new ba- new balance quality new they people will sing from the rooftops new balance quality and I, that put me off because anything that people o- over push i tend to back away from <laughs> having said that the joe fresh goods and the jound 992s are to me two of the best shoes to come out of 2020 and i'm so surprised they weren't on any top threes like official top threes or top five lists um, New Balance knocked out of the park several times and even going onto their website now the Tanned 992 GR on foot is one of the best GRs around and you can quote me on that <laughs> they, it's one of the best it's a GR weird one I, I feel like <laughs> you, like you said there for New Balance there's this real kind of like fine line between um, GRs and collabs uh, and of mm. course they always up the, they always up it a little bit with the collabs but I yeah. think the big difference there is um if you're 
spending two hundred pound on a GR, the quality is always going to be there. Exactly. Um, anyways, exactly. it has to be. They can't just price things at two hundred for the sake of it. And then, obviously, that, that's a premium shoe at a premium price. You then add a collab's yeah. name on it and get even more premium materials on yeah. there. It's only ever going to be better. But I think you're right. Yeah, obviously. Here at the Double Up Podcast, we like to uh, sing the praises, or I at least like to sing the praises of New Balance. So, uh, yeah, more than happy to hear you say that. <laughs> amazing. Yeah, I think last, need to pick up some think, more pairs. <laughs> I think last year, I think I probably echo the sentiments of a lot of people. Last year was the year I went from acknowledging New Balance to respecting and admiring New Balance. Uh, I think um, a lot of people probably feel the same way. Uh, they, they are... They've proven themselves that we can do this and we, we know how to release a limited shoe. We know how to keep the hype going without oversaturating, but also we make good product. And um, I, I don't want to give uh, praise to New Balance without mentioning their sort of bodega collabs, the, the sort of the nine, um, the, I can't remember if it was a 997. Yeah, 997S. That's it. They're, they're bodega 997S. Collabs. Ridiculous. I, I can't give them praise without mentioning that model because again, why it didn't make top fives at the end of the year, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, New Balance, they, they surprised me. But um, mm. w- one of the um, things that we wanted to talk about today uh, with yourself, mate, was um, obviously your biggest presence is Instagram. It's, uh, that's obviously, that, that, that's your kind of platform. I know you've done a little bit on YouTube and, and things like this. And, uh, but like I said, the majority of your kind of dedicate, your, your following is... Um, Instagram and the one thing I love on your Instagram page is you're um, always incredibly honest with followers um, and if there's something that you've kind of ran into whether it is maybe people um, saying some kind of maybe controversial stuff online or people not happy with things like you're always there to kind of give some very strong kind of honest opinions on uh, maybe some of the issues that people are facing online having having a following like yours you must have a lot of people approach you and talk about certain things that maybe we Mm. don't see um kind of on people's stories and things like this how is it that you're able to kind of keep a a positive spin on your instagram i said in the intro you kind of generally give out lots of positive vibes i think even it says in your bio positive vibes um how is it that you're able to kind of continue that and navigate through social media in a positive way? I think because having, um, and it's, 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 again, I'm the farthest from arrogant person you'll ever meet. So I hate saying followers, but um, the people that do follow me, because I speak to so many people, I mean, I think I answer about 60 to 80 DMs a day, and that's the ones I can get back to. Um, I, I hear so many stories. I speak to so many different people. It's not always about sneakers. Um, more often than not, it is. I've, I've lived long enough to know that it's easier to just crack on and try and address something in a positive light than to focus and zone in on the negative. And I think, that, I think the saying is you can die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. And I've seen so many instances of people who came into sneakers, positive as hell, with all the good intent in the world, and then they started noticing all the negative things and then just nitpicking at all the negative things all the time. Just 100%. Everything else, I, I can't focus on that this week's biggest pickup or that I got a W in this because this person did this or because bots that or because resellers this. At some point, you have to draw the line and say, 
right, if I want to, if I really enjoy this, I want to continue doing this, I want to spark a change or I want to see something change in what's going on. Um, I can come up with solutions or I can just change my attitude and hope that it snowballs and things just change. Or I can continue calling out bad things. And it's, it's the, I, I think the metaphor is it's like sticking your hand in a jar full of nettles and then complaining that it stings. But you're the one putting your yeah. hand in the nettles. You can take the option to take your hand out of it or you can do something to alleviate the pain. But if you stay there, sat with your hand in a jar of nettles and complain about it, at some point, the responsibility is on you to change the vibes. So I find it easy to be positive because, you know, um, without going too much into my personal, personal life, yeah. I've seen all the negatives. I, you know, I've, I've, I've had mates die. I've had uh, mates go to jail. I've had people get hurt. I, you know, I've I just, I've seen so many bad things happen, but I'd rather spread a different message and... I think um, the whole same energy thing, the best way to say it is people see it and think there's no way this one guy can be positive all the time. He must get annoyed with something. And same, same energy must just be a ploy to call people out that change up their opinion on a shoe when they first see it and they start saying it's rubbish. And then when it comes out, they change their mind. And I'm like, well, that's part of it because what you project can have an influence on someone. If I see the Yeezy 700 V1 Fire Red, let's say, and it's coming out in June. And I just start going in on it saying, oh, it's crap, it's rubbish, it's the worst 700 ever. There's someone out there following me, as much, whether we want to admit it or not, that opinion is going to rub off on them. But they might actually like the shoe, but because they've heard me say it's rubbish, they're now not going to go for it. And I'm denying that person the right to really enjoy something, you know, I'm unbiased. So I try and be as unbiased as I can. So if I don't like a shoe, I won't say anything or I won't post it. If I like a shoe, I'll post it. I post everything to let everyone see everything. Um, but I think, you know, without waffling on too much, I, I see so much bad that goes on. I'd rather put some positive vibes into it. I know not everyone's going to believe that. Some people might think I'm being fake or there's, there's no way this guy can be positive all the time. And I'm not. There's some things I really don't like. And like you say, you've probably seen it on my stories. Sometimes I go off on a bit of a run. Um, but um, if I can shed some light, I think, no, let me summarize it. The reason I am do it and the reason I try and be as positive is because if I've got the following, I've got a responsibility to at least try to make some kind of change, whether it's diversity, whether it's Black Lives Matter, whether it's some form of uh, something wrong that's going on that I can at least spread some attention to using my platform. It's a personal blog after all, I'm not tied to any brand. Then I'm going to do it because that's just me. Um, but I try not to get too political and I try not to get into politics and things like that because it's a bit of fun yeah. as well. It's, sneak it's sneakers. It's a hobby. We don't need to get too heavy, but um, I've, I, I've, I've tried to answer that as, as best as I can, but it is, there's, there's so many layers to it because I've evolved over the years. And I've got to a point where I'd rather be positive than be negative all the time. Because I don't think being negative and calling things out 24-7 actually adds any value. It's not helping anyone. No. So, yeah. No, it doesn't. And, you know, the idea of negativity, I, I think at the moment, you know, with lockdown and everything, I mean, exactly. have you seen, have you seen like, uh, I say an increase in like kind of DMs or something that is generally yeah. negative during lockdown? 100%. I've had, I've, I've even had people tell me, 
Um, without being too specific, because I don't want to expose this person, but people talk about end, ending their own lives because they're not winning shoes. And I just think to myself, I, it's got to be the lockdown and the, the sort of laser focus on sneakers and being on Instagram and, and, you know, getting what you think you deserve out of it, whether it's likes, whether it's following, whether it's W's. There's so much focus on it because we're just indoors, mm. just staring at our phones. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I'm an advocate for following the rules so we can get back to normal as soon as possible. Um, but I've definitely seen a sharp increase, a ridiculous increase in the sort of mm. neg- negative or cry for help DMs. And it's like, I'm just a normal guy like you. You know, I miss out on a lot. But for, for everything I post, there's probably 10 things I caught an L on, but I just don't. There's going to be another release. There's no point lingering on it. Literally, look mm. at the sneakers app this morning. How many releases were there? Like too many, <laughs> too many releases. There's Way always too many. too many releases. It's like every Saturday I get anxiety because it's either every Friday or every Saturday because there's either a ZX that releases on the Friday <laughs> or something on the sneakers app that releases on the Saturday. It's like weekends are no longer fun because I'm scrambling to buy trainers. <laughs> no, it, it is fun because I do end up buying shoes and things like yeah. this. I get to do stuff like this. So, but, uh, but uh, oh, go ahead, mate. Sorry. No, I was going to say like it's exactly that though. Like can't people constantly looking at the screens and mm. i've said this before um conversations with people i think this is kind of first lockdown you know everybody is so attached to their screens and the only mm. recognition that people get now really is is from you know instagram yeah. twitter facebook and i think like i've i mean kind of it was going to happen like my instagram feed has so many more pictures feed is just I can never find anything I was looking at for because it just goes so quickly because there's people mm. kind of producing content because it's all they've got to do. But yeah, yeah, I think people are focusing like so much on social media. And like I say, if you say something, if you say, oh, I don't like this, especially if you've got quite a few, you know, a few thousand followers, if you've got kind of uh, presence, um, people take that and they just like, mm. well, he doesn't like it. Therefore, I don't mm. like it. And mm. I mean, even though you this information, I was thinking earlier, like when you were saying, you know, I know there's this coming, so it's easy to kind of sift through. That doesn't make it in any easier for people to pick these things up. Exactly. You could know way in advance, um, but these things don't. And I think people are, it, it has gotten um, so much harder to pick up yeah. shoes now. Yeah. Like, I mean, we're looking at Air Force Ones, the Valentine's pack that dropped um, today. It kind of a year ago, you would have been able to pick them up relatively easy. I'm thinking of like yeah. the Air Force One Reacts that came out, um, the white, kind of the, you know, yeah. the clear song, amazing shoe. But you could yeah. pick them up relatively easily. Like, yeah, they sold out. But but these now, and I think people get very bitter very quickly mm. because mm. I think they they just assume, they assume like because you have friends in – you know, clearly you, you know, you have connections in different places to get information. You, they assume, well, you must use that to get the shoes that you want. And it's the same with everything. And like, and I know I get annoyed um, when I kind of see it there, you know, there are definitely people on my feet that I'm like, how, you know, have they got this? And in my mind, the cynic in me is worse because of this. Sometimes Mm. I know I'm right because I get told this is what's happened. But then there are people that like, say like yourself, like just because you have friends in, you know, Nike, Offspring, JD, SNS, wherever it may mm. be, that doesn't mean mm. you get kind of, and yeah. people take L's, but people just assume he got yeah. that pair, he must have got it through a back door or something or a box yeah. or whatever, because there's no way you could get it normally. It you'd does laugh. happen. You'd laugh. You'd laugh if you see some of my DMs. I think the 
the Safari, SB Dunks, the Travis Scott Dunks, and the Atmos Elephant. Someone was, uh, three, three or four people um, messaged me directly and said, oh, it's not fair. You're just getting backdoors from Offspring for your SBs. And I was like, do these guys know Offspring don't have an SB account? They don't have a spear. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not. It's not possible. What what you're saying doesn't even make sense. So, but I, you know, I'm a, I'm a firm advocate of using the tools that Instagram has given me to sort of just pause those people off and just mute, mute or restrict because I'm not going to engage in a you know an unnecessary conversation that this person hasn't even thought about properly. So, yeah. talking about oh sorry. I was gonna say, so I, I'd like even people that do get like the odd back door and stuff like that. I don't have a problem because, like, coming from a business background, it's fantastic marketing. You know, if, if a company get like JD, they were they were handing out the women's exclusive dunks to certain female yeah. influencers. Yeah, it pushes them. It's free. They get a pair of shoes. It's cost and what ninety quid, and then all yeah. of a sudden they get kind of promotion. I get it, but I mean the what begins to bug me is when you've got people that say constantly do it and mm. then the people that will moan when they do get an L because yeah. it's been so easy for them yeah. and I'm like the it makes the people that struggle and the people yeah. that don't have that those connections and those relationships if at that point it's like oh well it gets it's, a, it's a huge gets an L when he just gets given stuff all the time and I think it's it, a, it's it, a... for me anyway there seems to be a massive disconnect recently with the people that came in at the beginning seem to be kind of getting a bit not too big for their boots but a bit kind of like it in seems time. there seems there's a definite disconnect between the, the new people that come in and the ones that just seem to it's just it's such a weird environment at the moment it's really bizarre there's there's a lot there's a lot of entitlement uh, going around at the moment and like mm. you say and I've noticed it as well so as, as for, for as much heat as I've got quote unquote I still see people that um, get get stuff directly from brands um, mm. that ha- do that do get backdoors and they still complain when they catch an L on something super limited and to me that is very it says more about the person than the brand or retailer mm. giving them access to this product mm. um, you, you can have everything in the world and you miss out this one. When I miss out on something, I'm like, that's fine because there's a size 10 out there that has been on an L streak and he's just about to get his first W of, of, of whatever, or it's going to go to someone mm. who wants it more than me. I've, I've got a lot of sneakers. There's, I can't say, I can't with all, with a straight face say, I need this pair because need a pair of shoes is a homeless guy that doesn't have any shoes at all. Want is different. So it swings around about and when you've collected sneakers or been in sneakers mm. um, or seen the sort of reoccurring trends in sneakers as long as I have you start to find it easier to deal with everything and take take things less serious enjoy it for what it is there are GRs out there that you you will really enjoy I think the Air Force One React is still under need to do colorways but massively so much out there there's so much out there. And just try varieties. The Adidas ZXs, I can't believe I ignored them for so many years. It's an incredible shoe, honestly. I'll tell you what, me and Matt were saying, we're really surprised. Like, obviously, Offspring have had all the Adidas ZX collections so far. And they have put out a mysterious picture of Krusty mm. saying these are mm. so good. We were so <laughs> surprised that that was the pair that they've kind of mm. tried to keep mysterious. Because we had a few messages <laughs> like, do you guys know what this pair is? yeah. Yeah, of course yeah. we know what this pair is. It's the Krusty ZX10,000. <laughs> but people were just like, what? And getting hyped because Offspring have, have just kept it a bit mysterious. 
serious bit yeah. of hype and Alvarez so everybody's going for it but yeah we were really surprised that that was the pair they picked because yeah. it's going to be a, a Marmite pair that one yeah yeah I, I think it's a sick pair I think uh, similar to the Lego I, I thought the Lego mm. would be Marmite but everyone loved it and um, I slept on it I thought yeah I'll just I'll wait till payday trip. should be able to get it should be pairs sitting around there was no pairs sitting around on payday <laughs> No, 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 no. No, that was a traumatic experience. I try not to revisit far too often because <laughs> I'm still, no I'm still I, I own the shoe and I'm still upset about how that release went. <laughs> so <laughs> for anyone that missed however, out, yeah. However, seeing as we are on the topic of um, ZX, we have an important question to ask. Now in our Adidas end of year, I say end of year, it was like, what, October? remember time yeah we were very early for the sneaker of the year it it was early but i mean i'm still standing by that these two were the the adidas sneakers of the year and that is the cordoba size exclusive and the zx 8000 hanami now it came down to a a tiebreaker but which one are we going for i think i know what you're hanami's hanami's all the time yeah yeah. we called it we called it You can come it's back again, mate. Shoot. You can come back again. I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm still Honestly. angry at Chelsea and Danny for voting for the Cordoba. <laughs> My shoe was in the lead, and then all of a sudden it was, it was losing. So, uh, no, thank you very Hanami's, much for voting Hanami. They're, they're so, so nice. So it's, it's, it's the sort of thing you could see being pushed and marketed by Kith. It's, it's beautiful, beautiful. So, but again, it wasn't, it wasn't like a big collab or anything. So people didn't mm. like, didn't kind of go anywhere near it. Yeah. But Those uh, are the just ones before. I love. Oh, yeah, the ones that surprise you, they're the best. They're the, they're yeah. the best ones. The ones that all of a sudden you're like, hang on a minute, like where did this come out? Like maybe you'll see someone with it, like obviously pre-coronavirus, but maybe mm. you'll like go to a pickup and see someone wearing a shoe that you yeah. really didn't expect. You see it in hand or you see it on foot and all of a sudden you're like, oh, damn. For me, exactly. talking about those Hanamis, it's the other shoe in the pack that really got me. Like they came together as the Hanami and the Yozakura, uh, yeah. the kind of gray blue pair. And um, I've had to go back and get that blue pair this year because <laughs> I, I, like, it was one of those things. I've always liked the Hanami. And obviously where this great debate came from is me saying that was my Adidas shoe of 2020. Um, I had to go back and get the blue one because I saw a couple of people post on Instagram. Yeah. And I was like, why didn't I buy both at yeah. the same time? But yeah. Yeah. before we, move, before we start... I was gonna say, like you say about pick, like going and pickups and stuff. Whenever I go to like an offspring, like uh, the Super Saturdays or any of the pickups, it's always the people that rock up in like GRs and kind of slightly yeah. obscure things that catch your eye. Because everybody, yeah. tell you what, Travis Scott pickup for the Travis Scott ones. I mean, the amount of people that moaned because nobody wins. There were so many people in that queue; it was mm. a disgusting day. But the best pairs were like people rocking up and like say really obscure like there were a few nigel yeah. sylvester's yeah i saw that on your feed the other day yeah. such a good jordan one for <laughs> royals like all these ones because everybody was wearing union literally everybody was wearing a pair of unions and you were like eh. it, all of a sudden the hype has kind of died it's not yeah it's those obscure grs that people say and i don't know who said it but I want to say it was like Alex Vass or somebody like that that said like, you know, in years time, the GRs of today will become the grails of tomorrow because 100% definitely. But that being said, one, one kind of last little question before we move on to uh, shoes around calf. Uh, obviously we've been speaking a lot about positivity and you've given us a lot of uh, kind of insight there on um, kind of how is it you navigate Instagram. And you were saying there that obviously 
um, you get a lot of people that reach out about some very sensitive topics. If you were to give maybe like a, a snippet, a quick like um, piece of advice for someone that is maybe finding themselves scrolling through Instagram constantly and struggling with maybe some of the negativity they're seeing, what would that piece of advice be? Putting you on the spot there. Uh, be honest with yourself. If if it's if it's a case of you can't take criticism or don't turn comments off. If it's a case of um, you get a lot of backlash for the things you do, think about the, maybe the way you're delivering it. If it's the way that the sneaker culture or community makes you feel, pinpoint exactly what it is that's making you feel that way, and perhaps um, change your approach to it, or you know just find a solution and that's that's the best way don't take things too serious especially because it's just sneakers it's, it's this it's this passion and hobby that we, we're all in it's nice to be passionate about it it's nice to be invested in it but at the end of the day you need to look at yourself and say am i still having fun is this something i still want to do and if it is keep doing you and like um during tire kicks episode and kick frames my advice to people starting up and those those two in particular because I know sometimes you can, you can put your heart and soul into a project or a creation and it doesn't get the response you want. What I'd say to all these guys is you guys are the limited product. There's no one else like you. The Double Up podcast, there's no one else like you. If you keep being consistent and keep being you, eventually you're going to hit your goals and your objective, uh, objectives because I, I say it again, you are the limited product. There's like, like, like you were just saying, you go to a pickup, everyone's wearing the union, even though it's a limited shoe. It takes away the luster of it. You yourself, there's no one else like you. It's, it's impossible to not do well if, as long as you're consistent because people will start gravitating towards the way, what you're doing and the way you deliver it. So that's, that's my message. Don't take it too serious. Use the tools if the social interaction is getting on top. You can block, you can restrict, you can mute. Um, if there's feeds and things you don't like that you're seeing, you can restrict that. You can mute it so you don't see it on your feed and have some fun and just be consistent. Uh, even if you don't get the reaction you want. I, I've never cared about likes since I started Instagram. I post what I want when I want. If it gets, if it gets a good reaction, it gets a good reaction. I bear it in mind going forward, maybe the way I delivered it. If I want a similar uh, reaction or the, the, the time of day I posted it, if it helps the algorithm. But um, yeah, just do it because you like doing it. And once you stop having fun or once you find yourself pointing out everything that's wrong with it, have a, have a conversation with yourself and be honest with whether you still want to do this. That's my I think, advice. I, I think it's, it's fun, great advice, fantastic advice. And I think you use the term tools there a few times like you were saying before yeah. about the, the tools of these aren't just features they aren't just there yeah. like use them like they are like you said if you are it, you have to click follow to follow someone it's just as exactly. easy to hit unfollow if it's causing exactly. you um to be upset or, or or it's causing you any sort of negative feelings so i think overall um some fantastic advice but i think as much as we could sit here all afternoon um, and talk more and more and more and more. Um, we'll definitely have to maybe consider uh, a CAF official version 2 or 2.0 in the future. <laughs> but uh, before we end up diving down too many rabbit holes, I think it's time for Shoes Round.
Okay, so on to our kind of first main segment of uh, the podcast. This is Shoes Round. And today I am your Shoes Round anchor. So, uh, Kath, you've now been taken out of the Double Up podcast studio and you're now into the Shoes Round studio. And uh, uh, the first piece of news that we're going to talk about um, today is something that I'm sure both of you have seen over and over again on um, Instagram this week which is the uh, kind of official images and leaked images and, and things like this um, of the Nike Go Fly Ease, the first um, official kind of hands-free shoe. Um, it's something that, again, it kind of came out as well, for, for me and Scott anyways, I'm going to say, it came out of absolutely nowhere. All of a sudden, one day I saw on Instagram this kind of weird slipper-looking shoe that was kind of everywhere on everyone's timelines but um i think this is an absolutely uh, amazing shoe this is something Ooh. innovative something that's positive um and something that um i cannot wait to see more of um for those of you that haven't seen it uh, it's essentially uh, a kind of a shoe that nike have created that kind of looks almost a little bit i'm gonna say presto-y um in yeah. its shape but basically it's a shoe that um you can put your foot in it kind of has this uh, the back of the sole kind of clips um off almost it looks like there's kind of like a band at the back of the shoe that kind of keeps it all together but essentially it allows you to slip your foot in press down on the heel and the shoe clips together so the official first ever um kind of hands-free shoe nike and nike and jordan have done a, a lot for this in the past obviously we've got the more expensive stuff being the uh, adapt technology and jordans have done previous releases where maybe they've uh, kind of with the straps and, and things like this to kind of do up the shoes but i think this is a, an absolutely amazing um piece of technology to have out there something positive from night but uh kath we'll start chucking it over to you what do you think about this shoe i think it's incredible um and i know you're too kind when you said certainly you didn't know about it i didn't know i didn't have a clue um and i i follow the news very closely as you know um I just saw, I think um, it might have been Nice Kicks. I just saw that yeah. video doing the rounds. On it was the, the, the Nice Kicks video was what got me. Yeah. I was like, hang on, what is this? Yeah. Um, I saw that and I was like, okay. Uh, and my, my first thought is this is awesome. I hope it's not limited. I just, I, I just hope it's not a limited thing and there's going to be tons of them so that anytime you're on the website, you can just pick up there. My second thought was if Nike are going to send this out to influencers and people to do reviews and things like that, I'm hoping those same people will send their pairs off to someone who needs it. And um, that, that's, I'm hoping everyone that does have a legit disability or um, an ailment or just something that prevents them from being able to put shoes on the, the usual way, uh, I don't want to say normal way because normal is different for everyone, yep. um, that I hope they get a pair. They're able to either buy one or they get sent a pair. And um, I think Nike have got a real opportunity now to their marketing team to reach out to any sort of disabled influencers or people with uh, uh, Paralympians or anything like that, get the shoes to them, let them promote it and then release the shoe. They're, they're, do not miss the mark on this one because it's important. I, I have so many people with, with um, disabilities message me saying they're so annoyed they couldn't get the Jordan 1 flyies. It was a shoe made for them and they can't get it. So I, I, that's, that's my thoughts. I think it's incredible. I'm, and I'm, I'm hoping it is spark something in adidas and all the other brands too it, it, it will i mean they're not gonna let Nike get away with this <laughs> so yeah 100 <laughs> percent. i i've got to agree like that the jordan one flies 
angered me so much because people were reselling a shoe that was designed for a specific area of the market that needed something like this. Mm. And I said to Matt yesterday, the day before, like, at what point the morals come into these things? Because mm. I know people want to make money and they've, you know, people try it. Some people will literally be making ends meet on these things, but there are certain things that surely have just got to be off limits. And you've got to say, look, mm. and it's the same with these. Like I really hope that Nike do what they've done with other things. So when they've given like whole schools, pairs of yeah. shoes and things like that, I want them to be doing this with the fly go with the um, go flies to you know any special uh, needs kind of schools any dis- you know disabled sports teams things like that because that's where this shoe is going to have a big impact yeah. and i would love to see them do stuff like this and I, it, it's one of them like i watched a video earlier i think it was jimmy fallon who went to yes, nike apparently with, with, with the little picture was like this is my idea and they were like we've been working on this for like 10 years I mean, yeah, it's amazing. And obviously you've seen bits drip through, like like say with mm. the flies kind of Jordans and stuff like that. Um, but even him, like he the fact you can open the box and put the shoes on without even having yeah. to use your hands is yeah. amazing. And I can't think of any other brands that are doing anything like this because I've always said, like, I know people look at sustainability and I know Space Hippie has kind of been on the lips of everyone. But Adidas have been doing a lot with um yeah. Harley, kind of the recycled plastic and parlay exactly and all these type of things and you know being able to send clothes back to them to be recycled and stuff like this i feel like they've definitely been more of, at the forefront just people aren't quite all, as aware of it but i cannot think of another brand that is doing as much for that this area of the market than nike are right now and like i say they can't miss the mark on it because this could have a massive impact um, and I've seen loads of people saying, oh, yeah, they'd be good as a pair of slippers. Fine. If you want to buy them later on as a pair of slippers, yeah. then great. But for now, let's get the people that want them and need exactly. them their pairs because that's where this shoe is going to make the biggest impact. And it, not it kind of, on a, I say a side note, I think they look good. Like, this, isn't, bad, this isn't like, <laughs> right. I mean, right. Matt will Matt, jump down me like, I'll say Crocs because I know that's what will be. But like people <laughs> said, oh, you could just wear Crocs. The, look at these. Like yeah. they're top. They look really yeah. good and they're functional. They work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Scott, I'd rather you put these in our double up, double down when they release in another pair of Crocs. I'm, I'm gonna, <laughs> if, if you put another pair of Crocs in our Never. double as a double up pick, I'm going to find a new co-host. <laughs> 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 but uh, no i think like i said it's it's amazing uh, we're already seeing multiple colorways obviously the nice kicks um colorway was kind of like a green kind of ish colorway i've seen multiple black colorways coming out like i said it instantly makes you think like uh the, the people should know about this um this should be widely advertised i even think that this is a shoe that needs to be in like a sports direct almost like do you know what i mean this this needs to be a shoe that you can walk into like anywhere and pick up because this this is the problem if this is a shoe that is only going to be found on the sneakers app or the nike app um are those people um really going to be um buying the shoe like i I shouted out my uh my nan earlier door doors i'm also going to shout my granddad out denny (laughs) um my, my my granddad um he was told a couple of years ago that he wouldn't walk again um and he basically kind of said to the doctor screw you in essence and uh has been doing training uh, constantly 
to try and get mobility back in his, his legs. But he, he physically doesn't have the capability to put shoes on. Like instantly, I'm thinking the minute these drop, I'm buying yeah. Denny a pair of these. But again, if there wasn't someone like me, like my mum yeah. or my dad wouldn't know about this shoe to buy him a pair. He doesn't use the internet, so he's not going to know about this pair. So I just hope that, like you said, if they market this right, this is going to be an absolute winner. There's, yeah. there's so many like areas like in hospitals and things like that. I know they've given out. I know that Nike gave out pairs to hospitals. I can't remember what shoe yeah. it was um, before. But again, this is the type of thing where, you know, when you've got surgeons that obviously clean hands and stuff, being able to put a pair of shoes on without even having to think is yeah. amazing. And, you know, kind of when I was in sixth form, um, you know, I, I contracted a spiral virus when I was, what, 17? And I got lost the use of my legs for six months. Like, I, oh, wow. I, yeah like i was in a chair for um months and months and i literally had no use of my legs woke up one morning that was it the legs just didn't work and having something like that like would have been a godsend when i was kind of as you said matt like learning really almost to walk like this, again yeah, yeah they Ooh. would have been a godsend to be able to be able to slip stuff on yeah. and off because well, like my, standing yeah, my, up and yeah. sitting down was a nightmare my, my granddad's got to try and do like rehab he's got to try and do like basically like mini squats and things like this like Ooh. he's doing it in his slippers because that's the only thing he can get on his yeah. feet at the minute it's like something Ooh. like this bang like you've actually got yeah. a performance ish based sneaker that he can do those rehab yeah. exercises in there's so, a there's a there's there's a real also reinvigorating thing like is there's that thing that when you were young and you got a new pair of football boots and it made you want to go and play football yes something like this for someone like your granddad or or uh, or scott um someone going through rehabilitation having that shoe there that fresh nike shoe that has been designed for this purpose could motivate someone's like yeah no i need to i need to use them they look too good i need to get the most out of them and 100 it, it it it, it it ticks so many boxes. Nike are really the masters of looking at the market and saying, what's no one doing at the moment? And just releasing it. And then it's a, it's a game of catch up for all the other brands. They've done, they've mm. done very, very good. They've smashed this. But uh, before we again end up talking about this one too much, we'll move on to our next piece of news. And uh, I'm going to give you guys a, a little bit of a clue as to what this piece of news could be. Um, if, Kath, you are a fan of... Um, uh, anything to do with this particular news story, you might have uh, clocked potentially what the graphic is on my uh, T-shirt. But all I'm going to say is, can you dig it, sucker? <laughs> because, I hope you actually Perfect heard that. impression. Exactly. Because uh, our next uh, news story is, uh, for any WWE fans out there, it has been a huge week in the world of wrestling. Last Sunday, we had the Royal Rumble, in which... Uh, Bad Bunny performed um, his song Booker T, um, hence the impression. And he uh, looks so unhappy to be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. It wasn't until the end when he was dancing that I was like, okay, fair play. He, he is actually happy. But um, the next day, um, on Monday night, Bad Bunny um, appeared as a guest on WWE Raw, and he was wearing um, a pair of Bad Bunny uh, Adidas shoes that are coming out. They looked to be kind of forum-esque. It looked to be a Bad Bunny uh, Adidas forum. But uh, for me, wrestling is a hugely nostalgic thing for me. So I couldn't go through shoes around without mentioning this. <laughs> but uh, it looks like a good shoe. I don't know if you guys managed to see the, the pictures or anything like that. I've seen a lot of WWE last week because I think um, 
my mate is in love with uh, one of the women. What's her? Bianca Belair. She won the Royal Rumble, I think, for women's <laughs> yes. Royal Rumble. Um, she's an amazing athlete, you know, all, 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 all laddish stuff aside about, about the way she looks, but um, she's an amazing athlete. And um, mm. uh, my mate loves Edge as well, so he was really happy to see, obviously, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched What it. a night for him. <laughs> <laughs> Your um, mate but, must have um, had the best night. <laughs> but I'm looking at the Bad Bunny um, Adidas now. It does look like a forum, and it looks it's like a forum. Like a mil- uh, yeah, it's, it's like a, a forum. Low. It's it's beautiful. It looks it's, really nice. it's really good. <laughs> it looks like so. Is- looking at the pictures, it's got kind of like almost. I don't know whether it's just the way he's laced it or what, but it looks like it has a bit of a double tongue. If you kind of look yeah. in, there's an on-foot yeah. shot um, or, on nice kicks. It looks like yeah. it's got a bit of a double tongue. It looks a bit puffy. It almost looks kind of like a forum skate shoe-esque. It's almost yeah. got like some SB vibes about it. But uh, yeah, I mean, we've seen forums coming back with a vengeance. We saw the, the Friends and Forum packs last year. We saw the re-release of the kind of OG forums. I mean... We're still, waiting for the, we're still waiting for the Offspring forums, I believe. I don't think they've, they've gone anywhere. I know they got teased, but I think they've been, probably been delays. But uh, these, I tell you what, when I, I saw the news story come up and I watched the clip of him on there, and the first thing I clocked with it was his shoes, and I was like, what are they? And when I got the up, look, it's like the Velcro being replaced with like a buckle, like proper like industrial kind of military style buckle type yeah really nice touches yeah, nice. like it's some it's not like with the other forums where they've like they've just had like a cool and same shoe like he's clearly been able to really rip this shoe up and kind of yeah do what he wants on it and it, it looks really good but uh, you made a really good point about the tongue and i'm looking at it and it's almost like there's an upper tongue that could be removed i don't know it, it comes over it the looks bottom. like it yeah um that's really interesting i do you know what that's a very nice shoe <laughs> it's a good shoe it's a hey yeah. i mean like I said, uh, I'm, I'm happy for um obviously uh bad bunny um it's more, more over in the U, uh, the us but absolutely soaring at the minute um so i think adidas it just adds to um as adidas is kind of plethora of releases now obviously you've got like uh uh, Beyonce and the Ivy Park stuff mm. that, that that released this week as well. I think they're, they're coming up soon. Um, obviously now Bad Bunny with a collab there. You've got the, the, the usual kind of Pharrells, the Yeezys yeah. with Kanye. I mean, Adidas are not playing around. Mm. I'm just excited to see what this then moves on to. Like, is this going to be a one-time thing with Bad Bunny or is there going to be more? I think it's just exciting to see more and more stars kind of signing with uh, the three stripes, in my opinion. It, it, his last um, Bad Bunny's last collab was with Crocs, so you know he's, he's got. We're all not, the we're not, br- we're not bringing this back to Crocs. I refuse. We're not talking anymore about Crocs. <laughs> but no, I mean Adidas's roster now is mad. Like when you look at it, it is ridiculous. And even when you look at all the other people that they've got, like I know they had deals with like Childish Gambino and people like that. Mm. Like they're serious names. Um, I'm not, I don't know if the deal with with him still going, but I mean that's. Yeah, he, he, if it is, they, they've got some serious, serious people. And it, it's a diverse group as well. Yeah. The only group that they don't really have massive, I know you've got obviously Harden with basketball. That's probably the only area that they're not really there. Um, but they've got yeah. Jerry Lorenzo coming in to do their basketball. Yeah. So that'll change pretty quickly. Um, I've always I've, I've always said Adidas's problem is they keep trying to reinvent the wheel and not give the same attention to storytelling. Um, Nike have always beaten them in the storytelling game. 
uh, Adidas have got some amazing archived silhouettes. So, and when the NMD came out, it's almost like they were so focused on making the next NMD, they kept looking to the new silhouette that's going to break the market. The forum, it's been there for years. Just go back to your archive. You've got some incredible shoes and tell the story, release the old shoes, and they'll, they'll see the success. They're, they're doing it now. So I'm, I'm looking forward to see what they're going to do this year. It's very exciting mm. times. But mm. uh, going from, I might be misquoted here, so someone please kind of tell me off if I am. But going from talking there about the forum, as I do believe one of Michael Jordan's uh, favorite um, shoes to wear before signing with Nike, um, yeah. going on to uh, a shoe that he started wearing, obviously, and has made famous with Nike. Uh, we had some kind of breaking news uh, kind of uh, over the last couple of days. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I literally saw it this morning on Instagram. But we have um, uh, an, uh, an auction spotted on eBay for a yeah. signed rookie Jordan 1 um, from 1985 with an auction price of $1 million absolutely crazy if you um i don't know if you guys have actually had a little look shout out to ty kicks i saw it on his um instagram story and um straight away tried to look it up on ebay couldn't find it messaged him mate i want to talk about this today on the podcast can you please send me over a link and when you actually read the description it's basically saying that um this is one of only two dead stock pairs yeah. Um, in the public eye that have been um, kind of authenticated. There are only apparently 15 um, to 20 pairs, they believe, in existence of this particular shoe. Um, and even like this pair that's gone up on um, eBay, one of the shoes is a 13, one is a 13 and a half, which is what Michael Jordan wore. Um, this shouldn't be on eBay for a million dollars. This should be like locked up in a museum yeah. somewhere but uh, yeah. it's crazy crazy um if you question cap if you had a million dollars to to burn would you be buying this now on ebay i'd be buying a house <laughs> just, okay let's imagine you, you, you bought the house you have a, you, you have a million pounds to burn you're like the equivalent of jeff bezos right now are you buying it buying this uh pair of shoes i don't uh, it's it's literally it's 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 literally basketball history in in one shoe. Um, if I was Jeff Bezos and I had that kind of money, yes, I, I'd buy it. But I'd probably pay to have it featured in a museum somewhere. Like you said, it's more of an art piece than something I would. I mean, I wouldn't dare put my feet in it. And to just go into my collection to stay there, it's it's just I don't know. It, it's like you should be charging people to, to view it. <laughs> it doesn't, just, I swear to God, I you saying there about putting people's feet in it. If I see someone, if I see someone like rich and famous on Instagram buy this and start eating cereal out of it, oh, like that, I'm not even a Jordan fan, and that person needs to have like a hit on their head or something like that. Like it's uh, this is don't. an absolute relic. Um, don't give them the ideas. Don't 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 manifest it. <laughs> but. Uh, it, it's just again it's something that kind of came out i don't understand the person owning this why is it on ebay like surely i'm sure there's some sort of other method of selling this like i'm not rich enough to know about weird kind of markets for this kind of stuff but put it on like antique row show or something like that not ebay i'm sure there's sports memorabilia auctions rather than ebay it's like when adidas auctioned off the porcelain um, zx yeah yeah Yeah. they they didn't do it through depop like that's not how (laughs) this is gonna happen 
like they need it to be yeah ebay's a bit of a weird place for it to go but there we go no returns. I mean, <laughs> vnds comes with box <laughs> yeah i don't know it, it's, uh, it's a but like you say so it's a rabbit hole when i heard about the story i saw it on instagram and i went onto ebay couldn't find it like you say and i just got this whole plethora of uh, vintage chicago stuff like there's a 1984 to 85 star Chicago Bulls sealed team bag. It's currently selling for £437,000. And it's just, I, I put my foot in that world and I took my foot straight back out and I'm like, yeah, that's all I need to know. <laughs> this isn't my game. This isn't my game <laughs> yeah, to play. <laughs> A bag. Jesus. But for someone out there, someone, you never know, it might end up being, uh, no one might take it for a million. We, it, it, I might keep, I might watch it and just see if it gets relisted at 99p and I'll start bidding. Yeah. But um, yeah. I don't see that happening. <laughs> but uh, it, was, it was just a cool thing, just a cool thing to talk about. So I thought it was definitely um, newsworthy. But uh, I think after that breaking news, we are out of news. So this brings us to a very exciting segment because for <laughs> the first time ever, doubled up podcast history, we are handing the baton over to our special guest. Um, and this is Doubled Up, Double Down. Okay, so yeah, our second segment, Double Up, Double Down. Calf, you are taking this. Scott and I yes. basically have no idea what you're going to talk about. So over to you, mate. <laughs> right, so thank you for handing the reins over to me for this Double Up, Double Down. And as I said just before, yeah, this is going to be a cottage version. And that's a two up, two down. So it's a double, double up <laughs> and a double, double down. <laughs> I will start with my first down and I cannot, I love Nike to the core, but I can't let them get away with this. Now, it releases sometime, but anytime between now and Tuesday or Wednesday. It's, if you go on the app now, the Nike app, it's on Nike by you, and it's a Nike by you custom Air Force One, Cristiano Ronaldo. And I think uh, the tagline inside on the insole is, um, I don't chase records, records chase me. The custom options for this shoe are so bad. They're so bad. <laughs> that I had to remind myself at 2 a.m. that this was going to be a down on this episode. <laughs> it, it kept me up at night. That's how bad it was. Now, if you go on there, you've got white or black options. So the majority of the upper is white or the majority of the upper is black. And you can have, choose to have piping. So like the Bloodline Air Jordan 1. So it's like the, okay. the sort of details going around it are one color. It's either gold, silver, orange, or red. And you can have the swoosh as sort of a safari print, safari print fading or nothing at all. That's, that's it. Those are the options. That's a weird shoe. <laughs> that's the option. What? If you have the app available, check it now. It is, it, it, there was no point. There was no point in this. And I'm, I'm, I'm upset about it. Scott, Scott's just got it up on his iPad now. Scott, how much does that shoe cost? Um, that shoe is going for... One hundred and seventy-five pounds. Excuse me, what? One hundred seventy-five pounds for a bad M, a bad Air Force One. Uh, apparently, you get to choose from top-tier materials like smooth-grained leather or tumbled leather for the upper, and gold and silvered mirrored chrome underlays and carefully thought-through details. Um, 
first of all, that shoe's really bad. Scott's just pulled up, like I said, for the listeners, you won't be able to see, but I will 100%, you, all of you listeners, you are being set some doubled up, double down um, homework from our resident teacher, Scott, um, to go and have a little look at this shoe because, um, yeah, it's, it's not that great. Um, £170, that is daylight robbery. We were just talking about how amazing <laughs> Nike were for the, uh, uh, obviously, the GoFlyEs, and now they just, like, basically take it all away by producing a horrible horrible super expensive air force one it's bad i I like nike i like i love nike by you i love that i've said numerous times i wish that people utilize this more because when it's gone i think people get really kind of miss it and i love cristiano ronaldo you know being a united fan it, it has to be but jesus christ i mean it's it's just weird yeah like i don't understand like why it's his shoe is it, yeah. there's no it's yeah, just other than the kind of strap line on the tongue like you said there is there any sort of other obvious connections to cristiano ronaldo They're just, it's just a marketing thing it it literally says nike cr7 on the back and like i've said i don't chase records records chase me on the insole that's, that's it. it well i can i can't help but think that Cristiano Ronaldo himself didn't sign off on this. So, uh, <laughs> so I feel I like it's safe, it, safe to say, and if he did, um, stick to football, mate, and I mean, not design. The, the, so. the link, the, the the link that it has in the description is it takes nods to the upscale tastes of Cristiano Ronaldo. Mm-mm. He's not wearing these. He's probably on like Gucci or something like that, and he, let's be honest. But, um, but oh, wow. I mean, you've come out the gate strong, Calf, with your first, <laughs> with your first down. Um, what's the next one? Hit us with the next one. Okay, the second down, because uh, I would like to finish off strong and do the double ups afterwards. The second down, unfortunately, uh, there's a couple of people in my DMs that were looking forward to this. They thought I would like it. I really don't, and I'll explain why. It's the Air Max 90 Garage, or Grime, uh, in the blue colorway. Uh, okay. Specifically, the blue one. The white one can kind of get away with it because an all-white Air Max Ninety with some a gold jewel swoosh is yeah. not bad. But um, the Air Max Ninety Grime or Garage in blue, just because I'm, it's disappointing. And I'll tell you why. In 2019, yeah, I believe it was 2019, Nike made a GR Air Max Ninety called the Air Max Ninety Vinyl, and it's got a sort of pale aqua outsole. It's got a black sort of shiny upper and it's got a record vinyl on the tongue. It's the perfect MX-90 to be called MX-90 Garage or Grand. Yeah. And it was just marketed as MX-90 NRG vinyl. Mm-hmm. And then you release this as the Garage and Grand one. Uh, yeah. For the number of Garage artists that won't actually gravitate towards this shoe. I feel like... Um... <laughs> Because I I had a little look at, obviously, we look at the upcoming releases every single week for this segment. And this is one that I'm pretty sure was supposed to maybe release a couple of weeks ago, but it's been pushed back and things like this. Um, I don't know what the actual kind of release day um, is. I know it's coming up soon because I've seen it on raffles and things like this. Oh, okay. Today. Okay, today. So... um, yeah, I didn't really get it. I actually tried to read up what the connection was to Garage and Grime. But like you said, the white one is just a white um, Air Max. Uh, Air Max. It's, it's a 90, isn't it? Sorry. Yeah. I um, think it's got a pirate, pirate, pirate radio frequency yes. on the back. Yeah, and that, yeah, that's yeah. It. yeah, that's all I can see. It's obviously, it's got the, the radio frequency on the back and it's like, that's kind of about it. Uh, again, uh, I know obviously we were... You were 
Kathy was saying there about the storytelling of Nike. I think um, it seems to be maybe they've put this out on a rush or maybe haven't really thought mm. about it because, yeah, it's, it's not the white shoe is just nice because it's all white. Um, yeah. I, yeah, again, I'm not a huge fan of the, the, the blue shoe just because it's weird colors and I don't really get the um, inspiration. But I agree. It's definitely a double down. It's a down like then they're not necessarily bad shoes, but they, mm. they should have been done better. The yeah. only thing that I will say is I really like the outsole with the kind the of, outsole. yeah, with the skull and the the frequency coming out. I, I like that. That's a good touch. But yeah, there. it's just, other than that, like, like I said, the white one is just, it's just a white shoe with a kind of a gold um, swoosh. And then, yeah, the, the Navy one, I, could, I couldn't understand. Like I'm not, I'm, you know, openly admit I'm not kind of tapped into kind of the garage grime scene. Um, but it, it there was nothing obvious there. Like, like say the vinyl one, I assume when that came out that that had links to music of some sort, but it, it didn't, it was just Ooh. like say a, a, a GR, but yeah, I'm not quite sure why this one is the way it is. It's just, you're telling me that in your yeah. teenage years, Scott, you weren't listening to channel U regularly. <laughs> I don't think it reached Worcester to be fair. <laughs> I, I grew up on I grew up on grime heavily and yeah. you know, sort of Wiley and Roll Deep and the Sidewinder Raves and all that stuff. Um so for me personally, this does not speak to those years at all. I think um the the uh, the Amsterdam, I think it's Amsterdam, no, or was it Berlin? Uh, Air one, MX 180 or Air 180 that came out uh, last year or year before. I think that speaks to it better. I think the vinyl Air Max 90 speaks to it better. I think you could have picked any number of the Air Max 95s from last year and said, okay, let's just throw Garage and Grime at that and say it's linked to it. And it would still make more sense than the blue one. But like Scott said, the, the, the outsole is really nice, but the mm. shoe does not speak to Grime. I'm so sorry. they've got about, they've got about 5% of the shoe right. Okay. <laughs> um. the, 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 only, the only problem with the outsole is the because no it's icy. Sees. But because it's icy... It will just yeah. go yellow so quickly yeah. anyway. And then all of a sudden, yeah. the, the really good bit is not as yeah. good anymore. Yeah. So the, the bit that's at the bottom of the shoe is good. The rest of it's rubbish. Okay. So, <laughs> the bit that people well, see. Yeah, the bit that people care about. Yeah. So uh, moving on to more positive yes. things then, Kat. What is the, uh, what's your first double up? First double up, and you'll be glad to know. Drum roll, please. Adidas ZX9000 YCTM. Yes. I, I think this is an incredible ZX. Um, it's dropping, I think it's dropping next week. I mean, the raffles are up for it now. Um, I know it's just black and white. I know it's just black and sale, sorry. People might say it's a bit dull, but if you look at the details, and uh, when we spoke last time, you pointed out the stitching, I think it's on the right shoe, is in a Z. Yep. And on the left shoe, it's on an X. And it's those small details there. They matter. I think, yeah. Uh, and that propels a shoe from just any old release to actually people need to pay attention to this one. The reason this gets my first double up is because I, I, I need to spread more awareness on, on this shoe. It's, it's, I think it's incredible. I think you're, you can definitely come again, Kath. I mean, you, vote, <laughs> you voted for my shoe on the Great Debate. You're coming here talking about a, a ZX that I love on the, the double up, double down segment. I mean, you are welcome anytime. My, my, my home is your home now. But, uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to second it. Uh, it's something again. It's something that we've spoken about before. It's a great looking shoe. Um, I have seen some people that have got this in hand already, and the pictures just look great. I know Scott, you kind of speak about certain shoes if they've got multiple shades of the same color on. Mm. You're not a huge fan of it. This yeah, this is a this do it. This is a pair that everyone out there, but you can beat this shoe and it's going to look good. This will get better with age. Like it's just what those materials will do. Yeah, no, it's definitely one that will get better. Like I say, it's difficult with when companies and brands do like say an all black shoe or white, like we said with the sky, uh, the vapor waffle that's coming up. It's difficult because when you've got so many different materials, getting that dyeing across the panel to be consistent is, is it's just hard. It's just one of those things and they do as best as they can. This, I've seen some pictures that make it look incredible. And I said at the time, it's grown on me a little bit. But there are also some pictures of this shoe that I've seen that make it look quite bad. And it's oh, one really? of them that I think... He's I, wrong. I think Don't it's listen just, to him, Calf. Don't listen to him. <laughs> I, think it's, I, think, I think it's just one of them. But like, I, it's, in my eyes, like it's not a bad shoe. But in terms of like Black ZX, I just personally think there have been better pairs. Um, okay. So, yeah, it's just personal tastes <laughs> that's fine that makes sense but uh, what about um, your second double up mate now i'll give an honorable honorable mention before i give my second one um okay. i have to give a shout out to the nike women's dunk high in the sale team red pale ivory color um i've had the opportunity or the um, privilege to see it in person uh, and on foot and it's an incredible shoe and once they release and you start going on instagram you might want to turn off instagram for 48 hours because you may end up <laughs> buying it for resale um, but my, my actual pick, that was just an honorable mention, is the Air Force One Valentine's. Not the pink one with the pink panels, but the one with the heart and the cell outsole and the cell swoosh. Because if you put a red mini swoosh at the front on that toe box, yes. you, have got the, you have got the Kith Air Force One. And it, I think this is an incredible shoe to have in the rotation. And yes, I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> the valentine stuff went quick like i very quick. i wasn't expecting it i mean um i think i spoke about the um valentine's uh air max 90 last week as like a sleeper pick and Ooh. um it was not a sleeper pick in fact the only way you can consider that a sleeper pick is if you slept past <laughs> eight o'clock and you missed it um because that did absolutely fly um i think nike have smashed it with the Ooh. um the, the valentine's day packs like i said i'm a huge fan of the 90s um again you are right this is a much nicer air force one than Ooh. the one with the kind of pink panels um yeah 100 it's if, if um like i said if you're lucky enough for it to be in your size then um 100 it's um and again i keep harping on about it uh, every couple of weeks um we need more shoes for women Ooh. that make men jealous and I know for a lot of men that kind of fall into that category, if they can fit this shoe, they're going to think, hey, ho, I get the best of both worlds. But we need to see more situations where people are going, Dad, I really, really wish that I could get that shoe. Because yeah. it's been the other way for so long. For so many years, it's been women being jealous of men's releases. So we need to have the shoe on the other foot, literally, um, yeah. uh, kind of now. Um, like I said, until we start getting more inclusive sizing. But I'm all yeah. for that. Yeah, nah, I, I must admit, there's been quite a few pairs recently that I've been very jealous of from a women's point of view. <laughs> like, they, they, but I'm, 
I'm quite partial. Like, I like pink shoe and stuff like that. So, like, the Air Max, like the 90s, um, I picked a pair for my fiance, but I was very tempted, but they only went women sizing. So, there was no way. Football, grey, dunk oh. eyes. Someone sent me a picture of them the other day, and oh, I think it was Danny actually. It was Danny that sent me a picture, and so they are so, so good. And there's no way, but uh, yeah, I just don't. We're at a point now where, you know, I don't get why, um, mm. why they, why they aren't doing more, why they aren't just doing bigger size runs. Because, like, I know from working in retail, like they, but in general, they will buy less of the bigger sizes because you know they'll sell less. That's fine, but it's now getting to a point where are they really selling that? much less like it's there's so many more people buying shoes that that's the way and i said to matt when we did um we spoke about the the valentine's pack the pink air force ones and the air max 90s and um i said that they will sell out that that will happen and that's exactly what happened because people jumped on it you've got more casual people that are now becoming attuned to kind of slightly more hype stuff and things are becoming even more difficult. And I don't, I don't get it. Um, when they, I understand like if they make like the ambush, if it's full inclusive sizing in that, yeah, would it sell out? Probably because yeah. people will buy into the hype and want to take pictures for Instagram. But realistically it's so pink that mm. a lot of men probably won't want to, won't want to wear it, but still just, make it all inclusive but just do less of yeah. the bigger sizes like just make less mm. um it's i don't there must be some reason as to why they're doing it um i, 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 know, I don't know what i but. know i know just through a, a mate who um works in sort of pr and marketing that up to a certain size they can use the same mold for the shoe in the factory when it mm. gets higher it becomes more difficult and so the size 13 upwards the outsole tends to bend um, so it becomes less practical, but like you're saying, it's 2021. We've reached a point now where it's like those, all those things that held us back in the past shouldn't even be relevant anymore. And um, I agree. It, it, all, all, all sneakers now should just come in inclusive sizing. But um, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know enough. But this is, this is this is a big big pick. I think you've, it's, it's a, mm. a very nice very nice uh, see, double up pick. I'll go slightly off tangent when we say about the molds and stuff, because I've heard that said before, but I, I always kind of recently I was thinking they were doing this whole, the Cadbury cream egg where there's like five white eggs around to make those five eggs. If they're doing it in the machine, they've got to clean the whole machine. Yeah. They've got to put all the new chocolate in. Like it costs them so much money just to yeah. make those five eggs. If they can take a hit for yeah. five little eggs for a competition, yeah surely these big companies can start doing more um because like i say they're still going to be making money they're still going to sell them at the end of the day um, i think it'll happen when, i i think i think it's going to happen do. because the 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 whole culture it's not just the ladies now the whole culture is screaming out for just do it <laughs> just do it hey. <laughs> See, the, the, the offspring competition opened my eyes to so much because there were so many like um so many different like entries from um like her story there were ones mm. from open book all these different kind of segments of kind of the market that you would have thought would have been seen to by now like mm. it's such 
it's just almost it's amazing that really we're having to mm. for these people to kind of be this vocal to get something done because yeah like i say it, it's not these aren't massive changes they're just little mm. things but uh, you know there's going to be a point where what comes first like I say the the profits or just yeah. the community so to speak because mm. um, one will give before the other has to Exactly. But uh, I think overall, very, very good picks. Like I said, I, I'm, I'm a big fan. Big fan. Hmm. Yeah, bye then. Okay, so that brings us to the end of uh, Double Up, Double Down. And Kath, your time yes. with the Doubled Up podcast is coming to an end. You're on the final straight. You've ran the marathon that is the Double Up podcast, meaning you only have one more gauntlet to face oh, and that no. is it's time for the sneaker wheel so Kath this is uh, one of our guest segments the sneaker wheel I do believe you've listened to a couple of the previous uh, episodes and you kind of understand yep. uh, by this stage what this uh, actually is uh, what I'm going to do in a minute is I'm going to spin the sneaker wheel on my phone and it will reveal a game or challenge that you will have to face obviously when we reveal what the game is we will explain the rules and uh, we will uh, kind of see what you are faced with this uh, Saturday afternoon. So I'm just going to hit the wheel now and see what it lands on. So it's spinning, it's spinning, it's spinning, it's spinning. Oh, it's like right on the cusp of one. Oh, okay. So this <laughs> is a new um, game or challenge that we have, which is what is in your rotation? Okay. So, being a new game, I will make sure that we explain the rules. So this is more of kind of like a, an opinion-based kind of challenge for you, Kath. You've kind okay. of got away nicely with this one. There's no kind of like a <laughs> silhouette game or anything like that. Mm -hmm. What I am going to do is uh, earlier on today, I went through your Instagram and I took out some shoes that you own. And okay. what I have done is I've put them into uh, kind of brackets. Um, I'm going to give you with... Uh, I'm going to give you um, different options of shoes and you have to tell me which of those shoes you want in your rotation. By the end of the challenge, you will have five shoes that will build up your weekly rotation. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Cool. So again, it's just really a little bit more of an opinion-based game just to kind of see what you're feeling, what's your opinion on one shoe over the other. Like I said, all of these are actually shoes that are from your Instagram. So you do own them. So it'll be interesting to see which one you think is better than the other. Right. Um, so the first shoes uh, that we're going to throw at you are either the Nike Vapor Waffle in the Villain Red or... Oh the Nike Vapor Waffle in the tall green. If you were to put one of them in your weekly rotation, what would it be? Villain Red. That was quick. Villain Red. I, I love that shoe, and I think it's the contrast of the burgundy and the green. There's something about it that just speaks to me. I think, I think a lot of people, that was the one that Scott, Scott said that he's enjoyed the, um, the Vapor Waffle from the beginning. And uh, we, we, I, we kind of had a little look back through his Instagram when these started to release. And this was the shoe, Scott, that I think you posted a little while ago as one that you were kind of a big was, fan of. It was like, yeah, begin, end of 2019, beginning of 2020 when the first leaks came out. And they were, yeah, yeah love them. Um, just yeah i'm unfortunate to get my hands on a pair but yeah no that and in particular that villain red was yeah, yeah spot on 
so, out of out of all of them as well, it's got the most the deepest sail on the outsole. If you if you look at them, it's it's, the, okay. it's almost like a cream rather than a sail. It's, mm. it's so nice. Um, so that's your first shoe in your rotation, the Night yep. Vapor Waffle Villain Red. The second two shoes that you have to pick from, the Offspring um, Converse, the Paisley Converse this time, not the one with the patches or the kind of grey that released last year, um, versus so the good. versus the Offspring Adidas ZX Ten Thousand. Oh man, it's the ZX Ten Thousand. It's the ZX Ten Thousand. I had to put it in there. <laughs> it has that's to be. I mean, for me so as well, the, the 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 hype that was building for that one because we they had the event and then um, they had it on display and I think a man was wearing them and the personalized laces as well. It's uh, people think I'm just saying it because like I have friends over there. That's one of the best ZX Ten Thousands come out of that year. It's it's so good. It was a good easily. Good shoe. Very, very. It, it, it's between that and the size pair for me that yeah. for ten thousand last year. And like I say, it, yeah. it was a man that was wearing them. Um, a man had the um, had the ten thousand on. And I can't remember who. Someone else had the eight thousand on. Can't remember who it was now. Um, but yeah, no, they were. They. I mean, that ten thousand changed quite a bit from the sample that was at the yeah. event to that. But they did well. They did it's really be- well. It's beautiful. It's saying it now, I'm going to go up and get it in a minute. It's so nice. <laughs> it's amazing. It's so nice. It's a good so shoe. Good. So good. So, so good. So the second shoe in your rotation then is the Offspring Adidas ZX 10,000s. Right, the next round for you. These are two shoes that I'm going to throw out there. I openly don't like. And this is the reason why <laughs> I thought I'd throw them at you. Uh, we have, are they Jordans by any chance? They are Jordans, but they are two particular Jordans, Scott, that you know I'm not a huge fan of. The Jordan 1 Balvin. The Jordan 1 Balvin versus the Jordan 1 Biohack. Two shoes that I've absolutely dragged through the could I could have guessed that. (laughs) Jesus. Sorry, I had to put a bit of controversy in there. I thought I'd throw out an option for for two very bright Jordan 1s. So which of those two are going to make it into your rotation, mate? I would have to go with the Biohack. Just because of the if the wearability, I, I I could I could wear the biohack, not the easiest to wear. But I could <laughs> wear it easy. I could wear it a lot easier. I don't know the Balvins. I feel like I have to be going somewhere special. The biohack. I feel I could just put it on, and if I have to flex on the people at ASDA, then ASDA, <laughs> ASDA's gonna be, they're going to get flexed on. So. <laughs> I mean, that's realistically sneakerheads nowadays. I mean, that's what we're doing is just flexing to local shoe markets. I think I was talking. I was talking under the sneaker fiend um, uh, Discord group the other day. I unnecessarily undiest my Pata New Balance twenties <laughs> to walk three minutes to the local Sainsbury's. Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> Brenda at Sainsbury's had no idea what they were, but I felt good for th- that three minutes. So uh, that's all we're doing. I, nowadays. I, I wore my co.jp Midnight Navies to Lidl. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> that's all they've seen is Lidl car park and my, and my flat. That's it. That's, that's, that's all we're doing these days. That's all sneakerheads yeah. are doing. Uh, the next one, I thought I'd bring in a, uh, some more kind of, uh, not just Nike um, shoes here. Um, try and give you a bit of a diverse... Um, uh, rotation for the week. Uh, we have the Yeezy 380 Alien versus the Yeezy 700 Wave Runner. That's that's, that's a that's tough, tough one. Um, every everything in my fiber is saying Wave Runner because it's classic. But if I'm really going to be honest with you, 
the one I wear more often and get more joy out of comfort wise is the 380. Okay. I, I, I don't know. Part of me wants to say the wave runner, but I feel like I'm lying to myself. Uh, the 380, <laughs> the, the 380 alien, I actually enjoy it a lot. And I, I, I couldn't tell you why. I just enjoy I, it a lot. I love that shoe. It, it's so yeah. strange. It's, it's a shoe that I didn't think I would, but it is. Yeah. I love wearing it. I think it's great. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's one of the better um, new silhouettes from Yeezy. I mean, we, yeah. we, set, we sang its praises when we did the sneaker of the year um, discussion yeah. last year. It was, it's a very, very good shoe. That's one I tried for. I don't try for many Yeezys. I tried for that shoe and, and took the L. But uh, I think it's a very, very good choice for you to be picking the, uh, the 380. <laughs> and the final shoe, the, uh, the final um, kind of choice for your rotation, the Nike Air Max 1 London and I'm sure you can Don't see what this. I'm sure you can Don't see what this is going this. up against the Nike Air Max One Amsterdam. So oh. what are you going for, the London or the Amsterdam? Oh my god, I love London. I love I love my city. Obviously, I live in Essex now, and I miss London with all my soul. But and I've really I've really represented those shoes. I mean, the details, you know, the ah, oh, but the Amsterdams are just in a they're in a different league. I'm sorry, it's got to be the Amsterdams. Okay, that was unexpected. But, uh, saying, both are, both are fantastic shoes. Them. Both are fantastic yeah. shoes. But I think, I think it's the, um, the Amsterdams. I'm not saying that the Londons don't look premium because they do. Yeah. But I feel like the materials in that Amsterdam colorway just yeah. look really like the yeah. corduroy on there, the leather on there. Yeah, like it just exactly. looked really, mm. really good. Exactly. Uh, if you took away London or Amsterdam, if they were just two like GR releases exactly. in those colorways, everyone would pick the Amsterdam. So. I, pr- I, pr- I promise you, in five five to ten years' time, people will look back on the Amsterdam pair the same way they look at the Parapata Cherry Woods. Yes, yeah. It's, 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 got, it's got that grail. Everything about it screams grail, so I've, I've got to go Amsterdam. But like, like you say, there's nothing against the London, but if I had to choose one over the other, I mean, it's not, it's not a... It's not really an L going up against the Amsterdam, is it? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, just to just to summarise then, Kath, your weekly rotation is the Nike Vapor Waffle in the Villain Red, the Offspring yep. Times Adidas ZX Ten Thousand, the Air Jordan One Biohack, the Yeezy Three Eighty Alien, and then finally the Nike Air Max One Amsterdam. I mean, I'm going to throw it out there that ain't a bad weekly rotation. <laughs> You've done all right there, my friend. You've done all right. I might, I might have to listen back and save this list and actually use that for. A <laughs> rotation. That's, that's that's not a bad combination because sometimes I'll, I'll I'll open my cupboard or look at the top of my wardrobe and be like, yeah, I just throw in a pair of dunks. <laughs> but that's actually not a pair. I mean, you've got that's the perfect list. combination there of like, there's there's a lot of runners on there. I have just realised you've got some. There's going to be a yeah. comfy. There's a comfy week for you, <laughs> um, and you're going to be flexing on everyone at Lidl, mate. Everyone is going <laughs> to. They might not know what you're pulling out. <laughs> everyone in Lidl. Anyone from Cast Local Lidl listening, you've been put on notice. <laughs> but no, thank you very much for uh, playing the sneaker wheel. That pretty much brings us to the end of the episode. So I'm going to throw it out there. Is there anything else, gentlemen, that we want to talk about before we go? No, I don't think so. Covered it all. No, we've covered it. I think yeah. we've, we've covered a lot. We've, yeah. It's a, yeah. yeah, we've we've packed a lot into Put the this world episode. to rights. <laughs> exactly. Well, in that case, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to I'm just going to uh, kind of finish us off 
for the uh, for the afternoon. So for those of you listening, thank you very much for listening to another episode of the Doubled Up Podcast. Remember, if you liked this episode, leave us a five-star rating and review and make sure you share the podcast with your friends and family. Make sure you go and follow at Doubled Up Podcast on Instagram and use hashtag Doubled Up Pod to be featured on our Instagram page. You can find me, Matt, at SWSneakers underscore on Instagram. Scott, tell the listeners where they can find you. You can find me at underscore sneak teacher. And Caf, tell the world where they can find you, mate. You can find me at Caf underscore official underscore Instagram. Thank you very much, guys. See you next time. Bye. See ya.